What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria, and I am back with another episode of the V-List Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know I had not posted an episode for December. My bad. But guys, December was just crazy. I had a lot going on. I was trying to wrap up 2020, okay? Like, it was a crazy year, y'all know. Um, And I feel like... I feel like I lived a whole year last month. Like the changes, the phases, the transitions, the moods, the emotions, the experiences, like everything that I went through in December was like enough to fill a whole year for real. So I just, it wasn't that I didn't want to record. Um, I just, I had a lot going on. And then the, t- the moments where I could have recorded, I was uninspired because I was overwhelmed with everything else that was going on in my life. But nevertheless, here we are. It is 2021. Yes, we made it. I don't really know what that means um, because it's literally like January 2nd. So we, <laughs> I don't know that we're completely out of the clear of the omen of 2020 just yet. But, you know, we'll see. I think that a lot of what happened last year um, was good. Even though it was a little, it was doomy. It was gloomy and doomy and scary and uncertain and all that at the same time. Um, it was sort of a setup for the step up, if you know what I mean. Like, at least for me, it was. I mean, there was a lot that happened to me in 2020. But I think the main thing that I discovered about myself in, in last year um, or, or the thing that the change, the major change that I made for my life was that I just decided to live freely. And I know that that sounds cliche and I know a lot of people use that terminology and they don't probably they know what they're saying or what they're talking about. Um, you know, I've heard it before living freely, but I just never really experienced it. And I realized after taking some inventory about, you know, my life and what happened to me over the past year, I realized that that's what I was doing. I was really freeing myself. I lived completely and utterly free last year. Now, I don't I don't mean free of like bills, but <laughs> that would have been nice. Um, but just free of like judgment, free of a regiment, free of, you know, people, places, things, letting go of ideas. I let go of shame. I let go of expectations of myself. I let go of all expectations. I think just because when you set expectations, a lot of times that's when you're disappointed, number one. And then number two, it's like the pandemic taught us that like your expectations or your plans are out the window. So once we were forced to kind of just sit down, that's when I just let go of everything. Um, at one point, I let go of myself. But then the the irony in living freely is that you actually do gain some sort of like balance and footing. And, and it's like you correct things in your life that may seem out of place or may seem wrong. And it's all those things that you try. It's all those things that you try to focus on. You try to quit or you try to fix normally in life, right? It's like you want to get on a regular routine or regimen or exercise routine. You want to eat properly and, and stick to a diet. You want to, you know, maintain a healthy relationship with your friends and also with like potential lovers. And you want to do a good job at work and you want to stick to a schedule and all that. But all those things that we try to do and fail at, I honestly believe is because we're trying, you know. And so when you just live free, you just kind of let go of all of it. And then the things that are supposed to fall in place are going to fall in place because, 
you're going to end up with some sort of regimen. That's just, it's going to be a regimen, whether it's how loosely it is or how, how free it may seem to someone else. It's still a routine, still a regimen. But that was something that I really just found myself letting go of. I mean, it included, included a lot of things in my living freely. Um, one of the main things, uh, the biggest thing I think that happened to me um, last year that I let go of, so to speak, was my house. You know, I, I bought my condo um, in 2017. Well, actually, technically, yeah, it was 2017, 2017, um, going into 2018. And I always felt like I never I never thought I was going to live there forever. I never I never said that, but I just didn't realize that I would sell it so soon. But I was like attached to my home in a way because I loved it. It was beautiful. It was comfy. It was homey. It was welcoming. It was comfortable. Like the vibe in my house was just lit. Okay. Um, and everybody who came to my house would feel that vibe. Like it literally would affect them. And I loved my home and I never thought that I would sell it so soon. And I also thought that it would be really hard for me to sell it, but it wasn't. Um, I let go of it and it was like, I detached from it. And once I did it so quickly, we closed on it. You know, I moved to DC downtown. I'm living a totally different life. (laughs) This is a a new life for me and Morgan. She's adjusting. We're both adjusting to this new city living. And I understand that it's a transition and that it's temporary, but that's a part of my living freely. I'm open to whatever is next for me. I'm so used to having a plan and used to having a, 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 an idea of what I want to do next. And honestly speaking at this point in my life, like I really don't have a next step. I, I know what I want, I know what it is that I desire, um, but I think a big part of this whole living freely is like just being open to what may happen, um, putting your intentions out there, obviously, to God and to the universe or whatever, but just letting it happen as they as it should and, and learning those lessons along the way. Um, another thing that I did <laughs> this year or last year, uh, I, you know, I, I quit dieting. I ended up losing about 30 pounds during a pandemic. Okay, while everyone else was stuck in the house gaining the COVID-19 pounds, I was losing and I didn't even realize that I was losing. Honestly, I was y'all know how long I've been trying to lose 30, 40 pounds. Like, come on. And it's always been a challenge for me because I was trying and I was so focused and I was doing it wrong. I'm like the type of person that. You know, I'm not a very disciplined person when it comes to certain things like diets, budgeting. Uh, <laughs> I'm just not the most disciplined person. I can't stick to a root, a tight or strict or restricted routine for too long because I'm just going to end up failing at it. And that's what was happening like for the past few years. I've been trying to lose 30 pounds and I just it was, it was like I kept gaining weight. And I'm like, what the heck, yo? And What's crazy is that in 2020, I ended up losing weight without even really realizing that I was losing weight and like how I did it. Yeah, I was working out. And because I had more time to stay focused on working out than I did, I had more time to stay home and eat, you know, healthier foods as opposed to being on the road all the time, traveling every single week, going to happy hours every single day or week or drinking with my coworkers or eating all the office uh, food, like buying food out like that, all that stuff, all those things were, you know, contributing to my weight gain. Um, But being home and just allowed me to kind of just be and I started paying attention to just what my body needed and what I felt like doing or eating or what I didn't feel like eating. I didn't, I didn't like at first I was like, oh, you know what? 
I'm going to start doing, um, what is it called? Intermittent fasting because I wake up and don't eat anyway. And so I might as well just like say I'm doing intermittent fasting. But then it's like, but I don't do that every morning because there's some mornings where I wake up and I'm hungry and I'll make breakfast (laughs) and I will eat something. So I started like just doing what felt right for me and for my body, even with exercising. Like, honestly, when you start to exercise and and people who exercise know this, I mean, obviously you release endorphins and like dopamine and like the, the happy, the happy chemicals and everything. But there's also... It's, it's such a chemical change that like when you stop exercising for a while, it could for me, it could be like a week. It could be like a week and a half or two weeks. I, my body literally craves the workout. And it's like, I need to release this. I need to exercise. I need this good gene. I need this good hormone. Um, and I don't, you know, that this is all happening subconsciously. But that's what happens when you get into a routine. And so even though I didn't stick to my, like, I, I wasn't like being strict on my routine. Like, oh no, girl, you got to work out five days a week. You got to make sure you work out at this time. You got to make sure da, 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 da. Because I was doing that before. And again, not losing no weight, you know, but when I was, started just doing it based on how I felt like I need to work out because I need I need to feel a certain type of way then it became a part of my unintentional routine or my unintentional regimen I mean it was just one of those things you know I like I said dieting I wasn't dieting I just ate when I wanted what I wanted to when I wanted to uh I did drink a lot of water I I, I upped my water intake a lot um and then exercise when it felt Right. And when I felt like I needed to exercise and then I didn't exercise when I didn't feel like doing it. (laughs) It was just like, if I don't feel like working out today, I'm not gonna work out today. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna lay on the couch. I had those moments. Um, I was even free about like who I spent my time with. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm the type of person who I value relationships. I really do. And I've said this before on previous podcast episodes where, um, I believe I'm an extrovert, but I'm also like, the introvert I definitely have introvert tendencies where I need to just kind of be by myself and I think for me that's it's really because I'm so used to 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 march into the beat of my own drum and sometimes other people can interfere with that drum beat and it kind of irritates me so I'm alone a lot of times by choice because I'm like I need to just do me like I don't want to wait on nobody I don't feel like feeling anybody else's energy their moods or whatever because when I'm around people I do feel that I pick up on people's energies and moods and all that stuff and it affects you and if you're not careful like all that will rub off on you so yes while I'm an extrovert I do spend a lot of time alone and that's not some of it's you know by lifestyle because I'm single but some of it is also just by choice because if I wanted to go be around people I can go be around people (laughs) um but I I was very intentional about just like who I wanted to spend time with if I wanted to randomly contact someone I would do that that's living freely um even who I made love to or had sex with like Sorry, mom, if you're listening. No, I was not chased this year, unfortunately. Um, Yes, even during the pandemic, I had sex. And there were even times where I felt like I made love. (laughs) And it was with who I wanted it to be. And no, I wasn't, you know, entertaining multiple people at a time. I'm not not out here being reckless or nothing like that. But um, even though I'm not in a relationship, a committed relationship with anyone, so to speak, I was just free with my feelings of sex that I wanted to have I was free with that and and that was a part of me living free like honestly again this whole living freely thing for me was just like not really caring about 
the judgment or what somebody might think or the the opinions or what other people view as what you're doing, whether it's right or wrong. Granted, I value people's opinion, but not enough to like let it control my life anymore because I think that I that's something that I grew that I grew up like you know always trying to please whether it was please my mom or please you know the elders of the church or whatever it was like I was always trying to do the right thing and be seen as pleasing and chaste and doing the right thing and then I realized like that doesn't work for me like it doesn't work for me and and again this is something that I reference this book a lot but you know I've I've told you guys that I read the, the subtle art of not giving a fuck that's one of my favorite books and, and I go back to it often because there are so many gems and just like lessons and life lessons in that book. And it's like me letting go of all of these, you know, expectations of people, even the expectations of myself. It actually had the adverse effect of like my life leveling up, honestly. And one of the things that um, I'm going to read this statement is actually from the subtle art of not giving a fuck, but it says there's no correct dogma or perfect ideology. There is only what your experience has shown you to be right for you. And y'all, when I tell you I live by that, like, I live by that because I had to decide, like, what's going to work for me? One of the themes that I I, uh, adopted for myself uh, towards the middle of the year was focus on yourself, sis. And I know that sounds like Again, for some people, I, I recorded a podcast episode called Focus on Yourself, Sis. And it really was, it was really beneficial for me to really just focus on myself and focus on what I wanted, what was going to work for me, what felt good and felt right for me. I also had to like stop being so concerned about other people's feelings, like my actions, I can be responsible for, and I will be responsible for, but I'm not responsible for how my actions make you feel because those are your feelings. Those are your emotions. Now, should I be conscious and should I, you know, do things that wouldn't purposely affect you? Absolutely. That's, that's what everybody needs to do. Like when you're living freely, there are some benefits, obviously great benefits, but there's also some, some precautions that you need to take because you don't want to hurt other people in your moments of being self-centered and being self-centered. Okay. Hear me out. Being self-centered is actually not a bad thing. Being self-centered means being focused on yourself. It means you are, you know, concerned mainly with you know, or preoccupied mainly with oneself or with your own affairs, then that's what you should do. You should be focusing on you, not really giving a fuck what's going on in other people's lives and going on in other people's businesses or whatever, but really preoccupying yourself with your affairs. Now, the difference between being uh, self-centered and being selfish is that selfishness is really where you kind of lack consideration for other people. So, that's not where I was like I don't ne- I know I never lack consideration for other people and I, and I think that that's what the, a fine line that people need to really really understand the difference between living uh self-centered or being focused on themselves versus being selfish because selfishness is is it's not good it's that's where you're just really not caring about other people and you could care less the the um what your actions do to affect them or impact them but being self-centered is just really mainly being preoccupied with what's going on in your life and focusing on those things in order to correct them or whatever um but a lot of people don't have any discipline 
Um, and, and they're not, when it comes to being self-centered, they, they are narcissistic. They only think about what's going to be best for them and how it's going to affect them. And they even sort of kind of gaslight you, um, when you express to them that, Hey, you know, this is your actions are affecting me. They start to gaslight you instead of acknowledging like, Hey, you know what? I realize that my actions may have affected you. And, and I apologize for that. I'm not really responsible for your, for your, um, feelings, but I am responsible for my actions. And so I need to make sure that I make better decisions so that they are not impactful to you in in a negative way. That's being conscious and living freely and and being self-centered, but not being selfish, right? Being careful to not intentionally hurt other people, but also acknowledging when someone says that they have been hurt by you, acknowledge that that may have been a possibility, even though it may not have been your intention. It is probably, it is probable and possible that your actions hurt someone. Um, so, you know, take responsibility for that. Uh, because living free is not being devoid of discipline. It's not being devoid of taking responsibility for your actions. It's not being devoid of, of even, like I said, a routine. It's just figuring out what is going to work for you in a way that will help elevate you. Um, cause I, I discovered that when I really let go of certain things, like all these things I let go of, like I said, I was just kind of like clean slate. I don't give a fuck about anything um, because I just want to feel a certain way. I want to live a certain way and I want to reach certain goals. Um, But doing that is actually when the growth occurred for me, like that detachment allowed for so much evolution for me. There's a lot of growth that happens in the freedom of just living freely, like a lot of growth happens. And it's like, the thing is, we're individuals, like we get to decide what works for us, right? We get to decide that. But a lot of people let other people decide for them. And that is when, you know, you start to, I don't know, you start to, you start to mess up because you're not living, you're not living for you. And I know it's easier said than done because we live in a world full of people. And if you have a lot of friends or family members, then there's a lot of people to consider a lot of times. But that's all the more reason for you to really be focused on you because your free lifestyle, your, your ability to grow, your ability to detach from things that are not good for you and the ability for you to evolve actually benefits you and them, the people around you. Because if you elevate, then you become a resource, whether it's a resource of love, a resource of, of information, a resource of knowledge, a resource of, of, you know, being there for someone like you become that resource for the people who you care about and who are surrounded by you. So when they're around you, they're going to benefit from your living freely. If you have all these like idiosyncrasies and ideologies and lifestyles and, and regimens and things that you're trying to stick to, it's like, there's no room for, for growth in that. There's no room for, for, for lessons. Like, Life is meant to be lived and we're supposed to make mistakes, but we're supposed to learn from our mistakes, obviously. Um, and, and then what may be a mistake for me is not necessarily a mistake for you. So I don't know. I just think that the biggest thing that I want, I want you to take away from this is that living freely does not mean that you're just carefree or living lackluster or that you don't even have like, yeah, I don't live carefree. Okay. Um, because I do have cares and I do have worries and I do have things that I have to be concerned about. Um, but 
living freely allows me the mental space. It allows me the the time and sometimes even the resources to correct those things or pay attention to those things that that need my attention. Because now I don't have such a strict regimen where I'm trying to fit all these things into a calendar or a life or a year or a day or a month or whatever. And then something goes lacking. No, I'm just doing me. I'm just living for me. I mean, obviously, God created me. So I want my life to be a reflection of God's grace and his glory. I want him to get the glory out of my life. I do. Um, And I believe that me freeing myself from, you know, certain things actually does that. It actually gives God the glory uh, because then it allows for people to see the, the mighty works of his hand in my life. And I'm so appreciative for that. I'm so grateful for where I am right now. I'm grateful for 2020. Yeah, it was a rough year. It was scary. You know, it felt like a wilderness year. You know, I had my moments of depression and sadness and isolation. And whew, I mean, talk about an emotional roller coaster, man. I'm telling you, it was a lot. Okay. It was a lot. But it was so necessary for my growth. It was so necessary for my evolution. I'm so excited for what's next and I don't even know what's next. I know what I, like I said, what I've prayed for. And it's funny because you start to see the things that you pray for slowly aligning. Oh my God, let's talk about alignment real quick. I have never felt more aligned. And I know some people think this is corny or whatever, but like I started seeing a lot of angel numbers this year, a lot of angel numbers. Uh, 1111, 111, 222, 333, 444, uh, 1010, 1212, and even my birthday, 82727. I see 27 all the time as well. Um, Those things mean something. And they may not mean anything to you, but for me, they most definitely mean that I am in alignment and that I am living my purpose and that I am being guided spiritually um, and that you know, my prayers are being answered, um, that I'm on the right track. It, it's really reassuring when I, when I see the angel numbers and I started to look them up because I started seeing them all the time. And it was like certain sequences numbers that I would see all the time. In, in addition to the one, 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 two, 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 whatever, like, you know, a lot of those numbers, when you see them, like the one, one, one is like, Oh, your thoughts are manifesting quickly. So keep them positive, make a wish. Anytime I see one, one, one or 11, 11, I make a wish. Um, you know, 222 is like reminding you to have faith that you're on the right path. All of them basically are all the, those like the, 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 the trilogy of numbers or the sequence of numbers um, mean that you're pretty much on the right path. You know, miracles are happening. Angels are protecting you. Changes are happening. Um, you know, keeping your thoughts positive. You're ascending into, you know, higher, greater places. And so that always meant something to me whenever I would see those numbers. But then I started seeing 1010. And I was like, okay, why am I seeing 1010 all the time? And so I looked it up, of course, and it's just like, oh, it means you're just on a path of great success. Great. All right. So continue working hard. Keep doing what you're doing. You're, you're on a path of great success. And I received that. So I'm like, all right, 1010. Then I started seeing 1212. And I'm like, well, what is 1212? And it's like, your time is coming. Uh, it's about to happen for you. You can feel it. A whole lot of blessings are near. Basically, 1212 is your time is coming. And what's funny is before... I moved into my apartment in the city. I um, was, you know, living in the suburbs, obviously. And I had checked out a couple of different apartments 
in this same building that I live in. And there were just like some of the apartments, they just weren't moving me. They weren't speaking to me. I didn't feel connected to them. I was just like, no, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I signed a lease on one apartment and it was like on the 13th floor or something like that. And it was just kind of like, eh, okay. It was like real lackluster. It wasn't what I, I didn't feel anything when I walked into the apartment to view it. But I, I, I went ahead and reserved it because I felt like, all right, I need to get an apartment because I'm selling my house and <laughs> we close on a certain date. So I need to move. But then it was like two months before I even had to move. Um, and then I kept in touch with the community manager and I was just like, hey, if anything else comes open, can you let me know? And she's like, yeah, of course. So another apartment ended up becoming available um, and I hadn't been, I wasn't able to see it because there was still a tenant in here. And she was like, yeah, it's going to be available, you know, in like early December. And I'm like, cool, because I, I don't need to move until December. So or she said it was going to be available end of December. So anyway, I'm like, yeah, let's go ahead and reserve that. So the apartment number is 1212. And so I'm like, yeah, let me go ahead and reserve it. And I'm like, 1212, not even thinking about it. I'm basically reserving this apartment sight unseen because I hadn't toured it yet um, because it was a different model from the one that I looked at originally and signed a lease for. But then I started, I realized after I like re-signed the lease to secure the apartment 1212, I'm like, wow, that was the angel number I kept seeing. I kept seeing 1212, like months before, months before I even signed the lease for this apartment, I was seeing 1212. And so again, that was for me, confirmation that I am aligned. I'm on the right path. God is looking out for me. My prayers are being answered. You know, there are still lessons that I need to learn and there are, there are still, there are still paths that I'm going to need to take. And there are a lot of, 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 of opportunities. And the thing about opportunities is that sometimes you can miss them. Okay. Whether it's a learning opportunity or an opportunity for something for you to grab hold of something. But I just felt so confirmed that I was doing the right thing and I was on the right path. And I really, really feel like that that came from me just living freely Man, I tell you, I got a little bit of slack from my friends when I told them I was selling my house and moving to the city. And it wasn't bad slack. Don't get me wrong. They 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 love me and care about me tremendously. Um, but some of them were just like, for what? Why? What are you doing that for? You know, and I had to live free of that. I had to be like, you know, I, because this is what I need to do for me. This is what I want to do for me. Like, I love you guys. I'm still going to be here for you in, in any way and capacity that I can be. But my location and you know my love is not tied to a location basically um and 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 again even for me though it was different because I never thought I would live in the city I love DC love it but I never wanted to live in DC you know just like New York City I love New York City love visiting New York City now that's one place I don't think I will ever live I just don't ever want to live in New York City but nevertheless I didn't see this for myself but I had to live free from that ideology of city living. I had to live free from the thought of selling my house. Oh, you're not a homeowner anymore. Okay, but I sold my house and I was able to pay off debt. Like what? It was there for a purpose and a reason and it served its purpose and it's not the end. This is a transition because what's coming is far greater than what's been. So I hope that this encourages someone. Um, welcome to 2021. I hope that you guys set your intentions, you know, start to live freely. If 2020 didn't teach you anything, it should have taught you that because your plans can be flipped in the the heat of a moment. Um, so just live free, live open, 
live in a, in abundance and expectation. Uh, because when you can live in expectation, that's when you actually live in abundance because you just have room. You have so much more room for blessings and love and, and things to come into your life that are meant to be for you. So if you take anything away from this podcast episode, the first episode of 2021, just take away the living freely concept Feel free to reach out if you have any questions about anything. Um, I love chatting with you guys. Oh, also check me out on Clubhouse. If you're on Clubhouse, follow me. Um, it's the same name. Well, it's Victoria and Jadeka, N-J-I-D-E-K-A. Find me on Clubhouse. Let's chat. Let's get in some rooms and talk about like, you know, this episode or whatever you guys want to talk about. I really kind of like Clubhouse. It's a little ratchet at times, but I want to start using that platform to really engage with my audience and listeners. And so if you guys listen to this episode and you see me in a podcast room or If you see me in my own room on Clubhouse, hop in, say what's up. Let me know you listen. Thank you so much for listening and I will chat with you all later.